this might get weird. Are we rolling? We're rolling. <gasps> Cheers, Grace Helbig. Cheers, Mamrie Hall. We're in the same goddamn room, you guys. This is incredibly weird and also w- really wonderful. I know. It's it's very much how uh, it feels out of practice, but then you got here to record and we've just been talking for two hours yeah. before we decided to record. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, we just totally wore ourselves out from catching up IRL. So forgive us if our voices are all raspy and worn out. Right. We just did what people call socializing for it's about an so hour. It's so strange. It is very strange. And I felt I, like I needed a nap. I had to, um, yeah, I, I've been having a lot of really paranoid thoughts about Uh-oh. the way I exist in the world. <laughs> and like, if Grace, it, <laughs> are you, okay, you were just telling me about your school uh, stuff. And it's so well, philosophy e that yeah, are you heady right now? What's going on? No, no, no. My my head is getting full of a lot of thoughts that I, I've just been like thinking about the things to know, you know, conclusions. But just okay. you know, thinking about things. But also in doing that, I'm mostly at home only with Elliot yes. and Goose. And so like my stepbrother came over and had dinner with us last weekend. And we just like hung out, had some hot dogs on the grill, like real. You splurge cute. for dogs? Yeah. Like, what a host. I know. I am. <laughs> Yeah, which should be the first sign that I have fallen out of touch with how to entertain someone. Did you do like interesting toppings? um, We had some toppings. We had like, you know, the normal kind of shit that you put on a hot dog. All right. Uh, But then after he left, I had to look at Elliot and be like, were we not fun to hang out with? Mm. (laughs) Are we? Because we there were a few moments of conversation where I felt myself go. (sighs) Okay, so. The, um, got a subject change coming up. Is she going to stick the landing? So, Social Dilemma, have you watched that lately? Which I did watch it. Okay, well, wild. I was like, well, now I want to talk about that because I haven't watched it yet because oh. uh, watching the Social Dilemma is my current dilemma socially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. everyone wants to talk about it. Right. And I'm nervous that I'm going to make... I'm going to throw my phone out a window or something. It Okay. So I, same fear. I was worried that it was going to show me how bad I am in relation to my social media. Okay. Right? Like that but, you're going to like see the monster's reflection. Yeah. And that, you know, fuck me. It's all on me. I, you know, I bought into this drug, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, made a career out of it even, even worse. Yeah. But really what it shows you is uh, how we're, manipulated by the algorithms like that we are and it is a very devastating kind of truth that they present and it just makes you it really makes you aware of shit that's going on and everyone in it is like our age young like tech startup kind of person that was involved in a tech company saw it getting real bad and like opted out and now work in like kind of humane tech okay and are trying to get this message out to let people know before like we all destroy ourselves and what AI. A- okay what okay first of all you mm. do have a mosquito that's buzzing around you yeah which is that perfect. i've been kind of distracted by. perfect i heard everything but i was like ready for it to land so i could kill it yeah, yeah, yeah. so i was listening to you while also being like bitch this is your last breath i know i hope her blood is good oh yeah there so will be blood i still um, attract flies that's good to know very linus from the peanuts thank you um oh, hold on so what what's the worst social media we can be on i'm assuming All facebook I mean, Facebook. Yeah, Facebook. I That's feel the like worst, worst, right? I haven't been on Facebook for a good mm. decade other than like my professional page for like sponsored content. Yeah. So I feel like I'm really dodging a bullet by accident of not being on that platform because yeah. that is the one that is 
you know, it's just so wild and how uh, quickly spread false information is. And it just opens your eyes to the fact that what's in your feed that you really interpret as your reality is not in the feed of other other people that have completely differing views. So the easy thing is to be like, how could they think this way? Why do they think they're seeing? Right. This is their algorithm is showing them a different reality than your algorithm. And algorithms are watching us all the time. And Jesus. I know. I know. There is a little bit of creepiness to it. But I, yeah, I avoided it for a while because I was like, I don't, I kind of already know what it might show yeah. me. But this, yeah, it's really interesting. Everyone in it is ex- extremely articulate and mm. very well spoken. Um, yeah, I'll, I, I, I don't know if I want to <laughs> in there. I will just say that. One of my favorite puns I ever made was mm-hmm. algorith- algorithm. Yeah. It was like a Al Gore dance class for the algorithm. <laughs> you got to kill this mosquito. Where is uh, it? It's, it's so, ho- hovering around that arm. Yes. Okay, yes. Bitch, you see it. I see it, but now it blends into the background. Okay. 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 You guys, I know this isn't riveting podcast to be trying to kill a mosquito, but you have to understand have to that my that co-host and friend is being literally tailed there's a level of danger to the that's going on to this podcast all right well just it's on you know what i'm gonna do yeah relinquish myself you need to let it go of having to protect you yeah you're gonna leave here with some bites and that's all right it's gonna find itself in the nest of my hair somewhere and both of us can uh, deal with it (laughs) oh my god i am back in california you're back in california how does it feel what was the first thing you smelled or saw when you got off the plane um you know more airport yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know the uber the hudson news just calling to you oh god it's so good yeah. you know what i mean uh, hudson news mm-hmm. first of all they should have booze in there yeah this really. is what i'm not understanding is we i was flying back with beans yeah um you know i didn't pay for it you for know her. i snuck her on oh for her on the plane yeah, yeah i you sneak on to it you got bold <laughs> in your time on the East Coast. They were like, uh-uh. I'm just hanging on to a wing. Yeah. Uh, no, you know, they these motherfuckers want to charge $100 for a, per way with yikes. a dog. And I'm like, she's five pounds. I understand if I was bringing on a Great Dane right. and that might be the weight of an extra bag right right and that would yeah endanger the checks and balances of the weight distribution thank you so much but i was like no i Mm -mm. refuse so anyway (laughs) pardon me she's back she's back baby um so i was waiting to get on and we actually got upgraded (gasps) which never happens to me and when it does happen to me which is very rare it's like on the shitty one hour flight Mm -hmm. where first class is just in the same cabin, it's just like one more inch of room. Right. Do you want peanuts and pretzels? Yes. Thank you, bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, but this was like, I got upgraded to Delta One, which is like a full <gasps> laydown seat. Wow. Yeah. Those are like the studio apartments in the sky. Thank you. Shit. Yeah, I didn't know full that. Full coffins. Oh, <laughs> just yeah. Full. Those are like. <laughs> um, but so I got upgraded. But like my luck. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, look at me go. Well, fancy pants. Beans yeah. is my good luck charm. They don't even know she's here. Uh-huh. Kind of thing. But you don't get anything cool because it's COVID. So right. you still just get the same baggie right. with one tiny bag of Cheez-Its, right. one thing of Biscoff cookies, and one, you know, like tiny teensy yeah. Dasani, yeah. which Dasani, go fuck yourself. It's the worst <laughs> of all the waters. So I got upgraded, but like didn't get any amenities. Yeah, they don't do any drink or food service, right? Nothing. Yeah. Wow. I wanted a hot meal. <laughs> 
it was morning i wanted a mimosa you know yeah. when you like if you get upgraded or when you just make the decision mm-hmm. on a flight where you're like to treat yourself she drinking a day yeah yeah i got it, six hours up here i'm watching beat bobby flay she drinking a day uh, there's no rules in the sky <laughs> apparently there are yeah now it's uh so you just got extra leg room that's yeah, nice but the beans so now i'm back you're back. How's it feel? Has anything changed? <sighs> I can tell you, not no, really. The skies, right? the air is worse, probably. Yeah, the air is bad, but it has been nice to see, since Beans is also being reunited with California, Yeah, her recognizing smells. Oh, does she? Yeah, like she was real excited to reunite with her little patch of grass at Del Taco she loves to shit in. <laughs> The girl loves a Del Taco poop. I mean, she's Who a doesn't? simple woman at the end of the day. She doesn't need much. Just mm. a Del Taco grass patch. I mean, I, w- I was walking her today. She was like, ah, my spot. <laughs> she's pooping at Del Taco as I look 10 feet and there's a woman with her pants down pissing wow. at the bus stop. And I was like, I'm back in California. <laughs> Welcome back. Oh, uh, North Carolina was so idyllic. Y'all heard me talking about foraging and waterfalls and all this stuff. And now I'm like, well, I saw someone shit at Del Taco while my dog shit at Del Taco. Wow. I mean, yeah, that is a, a very aggressive welcome back to Los Angeles. There's there we a, go. It is what it is. Um, I have not been doing much. I've got the most random notes to talk about today. Sure, please do. One thing I wanted to say, because you saw, I'm redoing my bedroom, and you saw some of the new additions. Yes. Have I asked you before, uh, Claire asked me this, our friend. Mm -hmm. It was like, I think I've brought this up on the podcast, of if, what's your version of hell, if hell is having to do one activity the whole time? And mine was probably painting. Like, I fucking hate painting. Okay. So, like, what is your mundane... If you went to hell and they were like, congrats, you have an eternity of this task. Mm. What is the task you hate the most? I mean, I don't... This is probably not it if I think about it further. But the first thing that comes to mind is, like, peeling potatoes or carrots. For real? Yeah. I I can't get a handle on... (laughs) (laughs) It just sounded so old. I can't. Here's the deal. I make a lot of cooking videos with HelloFresh. You do. And a lot of them have carrots or potatoes. All right. There's a peeling aspect to it. And I realized the other day I'm awful at it because I, one, I don't have the patience for it. Peel your own skin. Yeah. I, I scratch myself up and I just, I don't, and half of the. Uh, vegetable is in the sink, yeah. peeled off, and it's not even worth it. Maybe for me. you need a new peeler. That is probably it. But I, I've got a cute one. It looks like a monkey with its arms up. That's and very then it's cute. holding the blade thingy. See, I need to have more appliances that like to have a good time while you're using. You, got, you gotta have a party in there. You gotta <laughs> look like he's an uh, he's your sous chef. Um, I could see that about you because Grace. When I think about <sighs> you doing a task, I think. Her hands have had some time. My no, hands she's got some rough digits. There, <laughs> I literally was in line at um, oh. the Rite Aid yesterday, and I was just buying like coffee or whatever. <laughs> and I, next to me was a big kiosk of like gel nails. Take care of your nails. And I just stared at it as if it was this like at beautiful, the hand model. Yeah, like this beautiful. <laughs> 
future that I could never have. I was just like, what if I started taking care of my nails? And I like sat looking at this whole kiosk for a very long time, just imagining, but then also having the reality of you'll never do that. Well, here's the deal. Yeah. You can start taking care of your nails because I mean, mine are shit right now. But Uh. remember, I had a whole year where I was like French manicured. Yeah. Killing it. But it doesn't mean my hands will look any younger. I need to do like, have you ever done the paraffin? No. (laughs) Can we do that? Oh, yeah. Because there's also... Dip your whole hand. Because I was a kid who was like constantly just putting my fingertips in the wax of candles. Yeah. Like I, we have a candle lit right now. I'd go. Oh, she's doing it. And I'm there doing it. Goes. it. It's in. I'm going to let it dry. Look, you just did a little paraffin. And I'm going to let it. <laughs> just the, the tip. The tip of this finger is going to look so goddamn young. When my gets, phone won't recognize it. When Chip gets home tonight. <laughs> He's, he's not gonna, gonna know what to do. I'm gonna just stick the tip of this finger out. <laughs> I had a. This is so funny. I had a feel. I've been having weird kind of like joint pain in my pointer finger. Well, lately. here's the thing. Your hands. Uh, you got crazy little witch hands. I got crazy little ET hands. <laughs> where my knuckles look like uh, they've been swollen from doing some sort of like knuckle cracking. My and whole I'm, not, life. I'm not on you because I don't have great hands either. But like no. I, well, the way you move your hands, I'm oh. like she's got arthritis. Yeah. Guess what? So the other night, I <gasps> hold finger- on, don't move. Where is it? Get it wherever. Ah, I got it, bitch. Hell yeah! I fucking killed that mosquito. And thank you. You have for a bruise now. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, the other day I was the other day I was realizing at night that I had this like weird joint pain in my uh, pointer finger, and we were on the from couch scolding people. Yeah, from finger wagging like crazy. We were on the couch watching TV, and I like asked Elliot to hand me something. But I was in my own little like stoner brain and I was just like putting my hand out like this and like flexing my fingers to try and figure out like if it was my bone pain or if it was just like I was holding my phone weird all day. And Elliot just looked up. He goes, what are you? Is that for me? Because I was just doing this with my fingers like a creepy villain witch. (laughs) And I was like, I'm so sorry. I was just doing some like exercises with my hand. And he's like, you've been like beckoning me very weirdly. (laughs) I felt myself coming towards you without taking any yeah, steps I was like, and then I was like oh yeah that must have been very weird for you I'm very sorry I was Someone's working on summoning something. you I was working on something over here with my knuckle do I you think it's carpal going. tunnel could be could be the start I also have my pop socket on my phone at an odd angle and that I put on like I was doing was? more ha- your Burt's Bees? No, not, not yet that one I haven't put on yet because I was waiting for a new phone case but why did I think I already saw it because I showed it to you in okay. a video, but it was. <laughs> yeah, I also peeled the sticker off of it. So now the sticky part doesn't even work. So it's all it's just chapstick now. Dumb, dumb, uh, dumb. I know. But um, yeah, there's okay. a chance that arthritis may be kicking in. All I've had arthritis of- since I was five, you know. R- How do you get diagnosed with arthritis at five? I had juvenile arthritis what? in my wrist and my ankles. And it hurts really bad. I used to have to like sit in baths all the time. Like I'd be like crying because oh. like my wrists and ankles. Jeez. And you know what? The idea of like it hurts when it rains, mm-hmm. it's fucking true, man. Really? When it rains, I mean, not so I've like grown out of it, but when I was a kid, like when it was raining, yeah, like my wrists and ankles hurt so they were just like throbbing pain. Wow, what do you do? I would take like a children's chewable Tylenol, Tylenol yeah. but I hated the way they taste, so I threw them in the back of my piano. <laughs> so when we moved from New Jersey to North Carolina, my mom was like, Why are there three dozen? children's chewable Tylenols in my piano I'd be like I was so disrespectful 
Today we have support from one of my dear friends, HelloFresh. Get fresh pre-measured ingredients and mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door with HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. They let you skip those trips to the grocery store and make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. You can save time. They offer convenient delivery right to your doorstep for easy home cooking with your friends, with your family. There's also variety. They have so many delicious options every week to help you break out of your recipe rut and try new things. Plus, you can count on HelloFresh for sustainability. They deliver pre-portioned ingredients so you're not overbuying, which is a burden on the planet, and your wallet. Plus, they're flexible. You can keep your fridge stocked by adding extra proteins or sides like garlic bread to your weekly order, and you can easily change your delivery days or food preferences and skip a week whenever you need. And they are committed to giving back. They are committed to making fresh, delicious food available now more than ever. And they've taken extra steps to keep its employees and customers safe during contactless delivery, tamper-proof packaging, and team member wellness checks. So if you are interested, go to HelloFresh.com slash 80TMGW and use code 80TMGW to get a total of $80 off across five boxes, including free shipping on your first box. Again, go to HelloFresh.com slash 80TMGW. Use code 80TMGW to get a total of $80 off across five boxes, including free shipping on your first box. You all know that we have things that we would love to do for ourselves, but we don't do it for whatever reason. Well, if you've always wanted to straighten your teeth and get a better smile, stop putting it off. Thanks to Candid, straightening your teeth is simpler, easier, and more comfortable than ever. Candid clear aligners are comfortable, removable, and practically invisible, unlike wire braces, so you can transform your smile without anyone noticing. Plus, your treatment is prescribed and monitored remotely by a licensed orthodontist who's an expert in teeth movement, and it's it's all done from the comfort and convenience of your own home. Candid only works with orthodontists, so you never uh, just work with a general dentist like other companies. Plus, your supervising orthodontist will be with you every step of the way. You're not alone in this. With Candid, your treatment includes remote monitoring by the same orthodontist who created your plan, so you never have to wonder how you're doing. You will always know. The average Candid treatment is just six months, and you'll start seeing results way before then, and it costs thousands less than braces. So start straight your teeth today, you can go save $75, $75 on Candid Starter Kit by going to candidco.com slash tmgw, use code tmgw. Again, that's candidco.com slash tmgw, code tmgw. Take advantage of this limited time offer to save $75 on your starter kit, candidco.com slash tmgw, code tmgw. Hold on, the, the wax has dried just for an update. Just oh my so, god. Oh my god, it looks like a tiny Donald Trump. Oh my god. Oh my finger looks like a tiny Donald Trump and I hate it. Yeah, I don't like it. Anyway, um, okay, let me let's go back. Let's yeah. go back. We're, well, we're freaking out, man. So peeling potatoes or carrots. Is uh yeah, I mean I wanna think of I know there's gotta be some really great answers to that, but that's the first thing that comes to mind. Here's the thing, Grace. Yeah. <laughs> I'm about to change your world. Uh oh. I don't peel my carrots. What do you do? Eat them with the skin? Wash them. Ah, uh, yeah. This, like in a potato, mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah. It's a different taste. It's a different texture. It's literally a jacket. Yeah. Thank you for calling it that, the British people. <laughs> Jack potatoes. But like there isn't a skin you're really 
peeling off on the carrots yeah. all you're doing it is for like an aesthetic reason and mm. also because you're taking away the wrinkles yeah. it's easier to trap like dirt to get trapped i mm. just wash the shit out of them i don't peel those motherfuckers if oh, i've served you a, a carrot it it had its whole vibe yeah. i wasn't shaving it i wasn't you know I don't need Hollywood carrots. Yeah, I should I respect, like how they are. I should respect them in their natural respect state. Respect the ingredient. Yeah, it's the fucking patriarchy telling us to shave our carrots before we eat hundred percent. Let carrots live. Let them keep their skins on. It tastes exactly the same. Okay, but so you hate doing that. I hate doing that. Um, also, like, well, this isn't really one. I was going to say, like, changing light bulbs. But that's not like, <laughs> I mean, after a while, just the arm movement, keeping your arm up there, working on stuff. Oh, if it was having to change light bulbs uh, that are yeah. ceiling bulbs. Yeah. Then, yeah. I mean, yeah. like in a lamp, it's not that bad. I did. No. I put in a couple bulbs today. No. What, what What else would be something that would be your hell if you had to do it consistently? <laughs> well, I figured out a new one today. What is it? Putting duvet covers on duvets. Oh. It's- I fucking hate it. Uh. I don't. Show me a, a foolproof m- method. Yeah. Because I do it well, differently every goddamn time. I will show you one. It's on no. Shark Tank. This woman came on and she tried to uh, sell the sharks on this perfect duvet <sighs> cover that goes on super easily. And they all laughed at her and said this wasn't an issue for people. This is something that you're sharks, creating. You need to get in touch with a common folk because mm-hmm. like maybe your housekeepers are quick to the duvet cove, but I seriously doubt that Lori Grenier is mm-hmm. putting on her own goddamn duvet covers because if she was, she would have invested in this woman. I cannot remember if she got invested in, but really? I remember it being like a very silly thing that they were like, well, this is not a was problem. Was it like two sheets and they just snap all around or something? It was something where you basically like lay it down and it like goes over it perfectly and you just like zip it or snap it or something. It's like a, whatever she did, she'd, you know, did the... It looked effortless. Yeah, what's it called when you do, you show the product off? The demo? Demo. She demoed it really, really well. So well, I had to do it today, and I swear to God, I tried it 800... Di- you know, you do the thing where you're like, well, maybe I'll flip it inside out, and then yeah. I'll put it there. Or then you you take both sides, and then you dive into the duvet cover. Oh, it's the worst. <laughs> like, yeah. like an episode of Wipeout to be like, uh-huh. just gotta find the end. Yep. And then I'll crawl back out. Yep. There's no efficient way to do it. Mm-mm. There's got to be something better. There's got to be a better way. Can you just forego the duvet? Well, I totally would. Uh And I do that because I don't get like real down comforters because, you know, animals. Yeah. Uh, But so then I just wash my duvet. So I do that a lot. But I think I think Chip, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Chip, when you listen (laughs) to this, prefers a duvet cover. Mm, This is Um, something you guys should talk about. Just so you're not getting like it dirty constantly. Well, it's easier to clean. It's not, you can like uh, the cleaning aspect of it, being able to peel it off, wash it, and then have a clean blanket without putting the whole blanket in there is great. I did think the actual blanket was called I, I got confused on like a duvet cover for a minute. Yeah, me too. I right? thought it was a. I thought you had a comforter or duvet was a type of comforter. Yes. Yeah, I didn't know. <laughs> JC Penny catalog didn't really make a, the differentiation oh, for no, me. I remember the first time, I think it was my dad and stepmom because they were fancier, uh-huh. uh, I, being like, oh, we'll grab the duvet. And me being like, the do what? <laughs> like, <laughs> you mean the comforter? Yeah, the like, blanket. The big blanket. Is that blanket? like a regional fit? Like what makes it a duvet? 
fancy. Does a duvet have to have a duvet cover to be a duvet? And without said cover, it's just a comforter. Like, wait, what's so the diff? The, wait, so the blanket part is the duvet and the cover is the duvet, duvet cover, cover, right? I thought the cover was called the duvet. That's what... Well, fuck me. I know. <laughs> so I'm like, I think that there's, there's a there's duvet a, cover. This oh, is my like, God. I'm nervous. I'm nervous, too. If this I'm is also, nervous, I just had a stroke. <laughs> me, too. Look, I've been thinking about, like, uh, my purpose and existence, and so this doesn't help at yeah, all. Yeah, you started talking about Carl Jung, and now I'm like, which is a duvet? If the, co- <laughs> if the cover doesn't exist, does it a comforter? I know. I well, this know. is like when they try to sell you on the, the detergent that cleans out your washer and dryer for you. I don't, yeah. I don't believe that that's something we need. I think that's really? capitalism. See, but I've gotten little balls before that clean your dishwasher, mm-hmm. and I do feel like it I made a that, difference. I think that works. I don't know that the but washer But why isn't my him. dishwasher already clean if all it does is wash all day? Soap scum. Okay. That's just a word I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> you said soap scum, and I was like, how dare you call me by my maiden name? Um, oh, man. Do you want to hear something gross? Oh, I mean, yeah, always. I Here's think. Gross. And, but maybe not. Go ahead. Okay, in Vietnam. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Big fan of Vietnam. <laughs> Wait. I know what you're going to say. Wait, do you know the story I'm going to say? Because your reaction <laughs> your reaction was a full 80s sidekick. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Step yeah. into a Slim Jim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it a condom um, factory? Yeah. Okay. Is that what it is? Yes. I only saw headlines and I was like, this is going to be too gross for me to look into to bring up on the podcast. But I'm glad you are. OK, let me just tell you. Yeah, I read the article. What is the happening? And I thought I was going to be just a fully fake article. Like we get in there and then we find out it was alleged. No, Uh-oh. there is a condom factory in Vietnam mm-hmm. that has admitted okay. to recycling, cleaning, repackaging and selling 320,000 used condoms. Oh, my God. Here's my question. Where? Okay, I know. Okay. Are they collecting They got it from, like, one guy. This one is, guy? No, I mean, <laughs> he didn't use them all. This is what I wonder is, first of all, how much money are you saving? It's a tiny piece of plastic. It feels like it would take more late. I just got choked up. I know. It, it feels like it would take more labor to clean a condom and re-roll it into its original form yeah then it would to just produce a new one but also like in new york and sometimes here you put out your recycling and then people come by and they get the cans out to return them where is this person finding all these used condoms right to be able to collect them to return like they were gathering them to give back to the company so they said they bought the used condoms from like a person Oh. So what? He's just got like a back house full of like three, like a third of a million used. Oh, oh I know. It's, I oh. saw I saw some photos and I was like, I don't. Oh, I didn't it. see the photos. Well, it was just like as part of the headline. It was on delisted, and I was just like, that's a lot to process, yeah. and I don't know how I feel about that at all. That can't save that much money. So were they? They were just doing it without being as if like they weren't going to get caught. And someone, how do you? First of all, yeah. How, okay, so many questions. How do you re-roll a, a used condom? How, that's what I'd like to know. Right, or like here, who was it? The company saying quietly we'll take used condoms or did someone that right. had gathered a fuck ton of reach used out condoms to them say hey i got something you could go for <sighs> like and where's the decision making process on being like should we take the cum condoms and clean them right, out the and them? uh also like 
who found out it was who was the whistleblower in this situation and are they like <laughs> fined in any way are there consequences or i do don't we all know just collectively go ew and then I hope they don't do it anymore we just go ew but i mean <sighs> also I, does this mean do we investigate all the condom companies now to make sure that that's not happening look i still got half a box of flavored condoms from our <laughs> perf boxes that we sent we've had this talk before about yeah. who actually buys flavored condoms yeah um but oh oh my god yeah. what if they turn them into flavored condoms and they were already you no 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 oh like, these are called this flavored is, condoms like you gotta treat it like a scratch and sniff sticker you can't no like, sniffing no sniffing no sniffing but once you scratch and sniff you can't get that back you can't reuse that i'm sorry did tell me this analogy again that a scratch a condom like a scratch and sniff sticker like you scratch it you sniff it you can't now like redo that process i think what you're looking for is a scratch off ticket because you can smell a scratch and sniff sticker a few times really like if it loses You've, its scent, you can't scratch it again and like re get the scent but going. Said, as, what kind of cheap scratch and sniffs would you get in which you only got one sniff? You can't mm. go. You can't go in there and like scratch at it like it's got mange and mm. then really get. I mean, you've got. Yeah. <laughs> okay, be, hold on. I'm getting riled up. <laughs> when I because I'm obsessed with stickers. Right, and to be fair, I have not dabbled or experienced a scratch and sniff sticker in a while, so I don't know what the technology is these days. Well, you have your scratch and sniff sti- it's, it's stickers. Sticker. But I also had like a few books growing up, like yeah. Pokey the Little Puppy. Yeah. It was a classic. Classic. He had a page. It was like very interactive, uh-huh. you know, like one thing is furry. The next thing is something else. Right. They had Pokey the Little Puppy got some strawberry ice cream. And so <gasps> that page in the book right. was Scratch and Sniff. And I remember it was my favorite book. But I remember being like, <laughs> even as a fucking three year old or four year old going yeah. like, now don't scratch too hard. Because ah, we want this page to continue to, to smell. Okay. So you have to be like, you have to go in with a delicate hand on your scratch and sniff. Because, uh-huh. but you do get more than one sniff if you do it correctly. What's yeah? What's like the the, Shelf life? the wear of a snicker, a snicker, a sticker that's been scratched? I don't know. Like if you scratch too hard, is that like full scent? Well, then you better only? get a big old whiff right. because like that's be the one you're getting to smell that stick. <laughs> I mean, well, are we? fucking high no you know who is fucking high okay you know who is fucking high who is all of the audience members of kelly clarkson's audience that were on screens while vin diesel's new single was played for the audience i'm gonna need you to back up vin diesel sings or raps vin diesel sings he's got a new song oh my and Wait, they, he's had other songs i guess so and this one's called feel like i do okay and then they debuted it on kelly clarkson's show i and love her the audience was all videoed in on different screens in the audience so okay. i'll just let you experience this clip for a second okay move it closer to the that's the album cover of okay. Vin Diesel. Oh, make sure make sure they're here in this audio. But there's the Could audience. you imagine having to pretend to be into Vin Diesel Look on national TV, bopping on Zoom? On Zoom. Okay, and I've seen enough. It's uh, And it keeps going for the length of the song. Hold on. Does Vin Diesel That's sing <laughs> under a pseudonym or it's just Vin Diesel presents Vin Diesel? Um, uh, I think it's just Vin Diesel. <laughs> what is his new album? Let's see. How many albums have he had? Uh, okay, last week we talked about yep. Shaq, which, by the way, Chip was like, he's also a touring DJ. And I was like, what Whoa. can't he do? But, like, how many albums has Vin had and has he ever been on a Fast and Furious soundtrack? 
Uh, I'm not totally sure. Because I would be pissed if Wiz Khalifa was getting all that money instead of me if I was Vin Diesel. Right. Uh, well, Vin Diesel only dropped the surprise single, so I guess it's not a full album. Um, but oh, it, surprise. Yeah. Like, no one wanted, asked for it. Well, back in uh, April, they're reporting that Vin Diesel is set to um, record an album. Okay. And he said so during an appearance on James Corden. Okay. Um, so yeah, he he says I think music is a huge part of making movies, and I think it sets the mood. That's a quote from Diesel on Oh my God, on Corden. Yeah, so he is making an <laughs> album, and he had his Oh my God, there's a video of him <laughs> just in a tuxedo in the ocean <laughs> at sunset. I don't okay. know what this has to do, but that's um yeah. Vin Diesel is an anomaly to me. Mm-hmm. Like. Oh, he did. When did he pop up? Was Fast and Furious like his first jam? Because I don't remember like a young Vin Diesel. I'm yeah. I feel like Vin Diesel was born 47 years old. Isn't his name also something like really, really hilariously not sexy? I'm going to find that out. But in 2013, he covered Rihanna's stay as a Valentine's Day treat for his partner Paloma. So he's been um, he's been singing for a long time and giving us the tunes and the covers that we all we all so desperately well, want. None of us wanted. His real name is Mark St. Clair. Mark, Mark Sinclair. Mark Sinclair. Who am I thinking of? There's someone. I don't know if it's Drake. There's someone whose name is actually like Herbert. Like something stupid. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Humberdinkle. Um, okay. Yeah. Mark. Uh, Mark. Mark Sinclair. Now, yeah. here's a question. Mm-hmm. If Vin Diesel had children, I'm not sure if he has. Yeah. Does um, he give them it, oh, the last. Three children. Are their last names Diesel? I mean, or Sinclair is because uh, once you go diesel, you kind of got to commit to it. Right. Um, and also, do you want all the pressure of being born a diesel? Right. That's what I'm saying. Do you want to send your kids off to school being Margot Diesel? Well, here's a <laughs> exactly uh, uh, MDs. <laughs> yeah. Mark D's. Um, so here's some fun facts about Vin Diesel. I did not know this is where our podcast would go today. I'm really happy it has. Uh, Me too. Vin Diesel, according to his Wikipedia, is noted for his recognizable deep voice. He said that his he voice does. broke around age 15, okay. giving him a mature sounding voice on the telephone. Uh, he is he's also played Dungeons and Dragons for over 20 years. Shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Am I in love with Vin Diesel now? <laughs> no. well, how dare you, Grace? Make me turn into such a Vin fan. I'm so sorry. Yeah, he's been playing um, Dungeons and Dragons and they don't really expand on that. Um, so he's, he seems like he's got some hobbies and he's making some music that's making people, uh, dance. So is, oh God, I have so many questions about yeah. Vin Diesel. Like he's such, I'm just looking at Vin I already Diesel said the word anomaly facts. and I can't think of a synonym for it. Uh, he's a twin. Twin Diesel. Twin Diesel. <laughs> we have talked about that. This is a familiar <laughs> joke. I feel okay. like you made him a drink on Why Dad or something. Cause I South feel thing, like, I feel like we've talked about Twin Diesel somehow. Sorry, I just got onto purpleclover.com and it's giving me 20 funny and interesting facts about, about Vin Diesel. Vin fucking Diesel? <laughs> yeah. Um, you know what would have been a great like dating show for Vin Diesel if he like if he had his flavor of love? Hmm. Vin Diesel unwedded, like unleaded. Oh, that's very good. <laughs> it sucks. It sucks. But uh, you know, we're getting through it. Wow. Okay. He has a fraternal twin brother named Paul. Okay. That's not uh, who works. Wait, is he still with us? He works behind the cameras as a producer. Oh, that's amazing. See, uh-huh. okay, Vin Diesel is looking out for Twin Diesel. Yeah, Twin Diesel. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> his acting career started by accident. 
No his, shit. Yeah. Wow. His, so did his singing career. His stage debut came after he and his brother and some friends tried to break into a theater in Greenwich Village to vandalize it. What? The theater's artistic director caught the kids and offered them roles in an upcoming children's production instead of calling the police on them. I love this. How? I mean, that's got to be. I can already picture the major scene in the Lifetime t- made-for-TV movie about Vin Diesel's life. So... But could you imagine being, and that's enough Vin Diesel facts for yeah. one day. We mm-hmm. gotta, we gotta sparse them out. Yeah. Um, could you imagine being the the person who was like, you ever seen any of the Fast and Furiouses? You're welcome. Yeah. Because I took that kid. He had a uh, spray paint in his hand, uh. and I took it out of his hand and put a script in there. Yeah, I said. <laughs> You're clearly interested in the arts, but how about you make your mark instead of making a mark? Mark. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! Uh, I need an exorcism. That came out of nowhere. Oh my god! That mosquito has infested me with (laughs) some sort of a mutant skeeter. You're like mock, mock. Uh, <laughs> like, that was my audition for that role. Oh my god! Wow, <sighs> you nailed it. Thank you. you. Really, you have to play Vin Diesel's. I have to play the scorn theater owner. Oh, uh, I'm dying. But also, what a wild. <laughs> When you want to change your name from Mark Sinclair and you're just tossing around yes. like name ideas and you land on Vin Diesel. <laughs> because like Vin isn't a name, right? Vin not is a I, number on your car. Vin is a pin number, right? Exactly. Like it's not. I could understand if his real name was Vincent. Right. And then he goes, right. oh, I hate Vinny. Mm-hmm. I hate Vincent. Call me Vin. Right. But like from Mark to Vin is a leap. It's a curious leap. A very curious sleep, but I'm glad to know that we really learned a lot about Vin yes, Diesel. A ton. Um, <laughs> Getting in shape does not have to be about losing a specific amount of weight or some magic number on a scale. It's about building healthier habits and feeling better about yourself. If that is fitting into a pair of jeans that are your gold jeans, that's cool. But there's other reasons that you might want to practice self-care and every person is different. And that's why Noom is so cool it adjusts to your lifestyle it helps you learn the psychology behind the decisions that you make and then help you keep track of everything from workouts and steps to analyzing your diet and recommending healthy recipes they also connect you with a personally assigned goal specialist and a community of other numers so you all have the support that you need to empower whatever change that you want to make Again, I love Noom because it's all based on the psychology of teaching you why you do what you do rather than just telling you not to do the things you don't want to do. Again, you can make better healthy choices more easily. You can understand your thought patterns better. You can find a stronger sense of self-worth, better mood, less stress, less anxiety. These are all wins. Plus, it's super flexible. It works with your lifestyle. You can eat what you want in moderation because you learn to control your habits. It's a habit-changing solution that helps users learn to develop a new relationship with food through personalized courses. No food is good or bad or off limits. Noom teaches moderation and can be used in conjunction with many pre-existing popular diets if you want. Noom has one of the biggest and most accurate food databases available that lets you track meal habits, visualize portion sizes, and see calorie density at a glance. And 
look, the thing I love about Noom is how relaxed it is. They don't hound you or make you feel bad if you made a, a wrong choice here or there, you slipped up. You're human. If you go off track, there's no shaming, just tips to help you get back on track. Plus, the recipes that they have on the app are awesome, super easy to find. You can filter them to whatever recommendations or specifics that you want or need. You can also chat, like I said, with your goal specialist and the community to get and give help to people that are going through the same things. So you're going to find a community and also find a new relationship with your health and your well-being. And you don't have to change it all in one day. Small steps make big progress. So sign up for your trial today at Noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash weird. What have you got to lose? Visit Noom.com slash weird to start your trial today. That's Noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash weird. You know what? Well, speaking of names. Yes. I have learned um, something that grosses me out. Go like this. You just what do I got a, on You're me? good. You're okay. good. Okay. Um, something that grosses me out. Uh-huh. We've talked about how we don't like when adults say mom mommy and daddy mommy and daddy yeah yeah yeah. it grosses us out yeah like that would maybe be a deal breaker yeah there's something very uncomfortable i also don't like when adults are called by their childhood nickname when adults are called by their by like, their from their parents like okay like for example when the bachelor was pilot pete yeah his mom only called him bud bud like come on bud mm. let's talk bud yeah and so like i don't like it when adults are around their parents and they're still called like, come on, pitchqueak. Yeah. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Or like, come on. My dad I, calls me smelly. That's but like, like. But every time. No, not every time. Would you be at a restaurant? He'd be like, what are you getting, smelly? Probably. Oh. Without, <laughs> probably without <laughs> realizing it at all. But, uh, but, but like he would do it in that capacity. Yeah. Not like. That seems meeting your boyfriend. There's right. something weird about it. I get you. I feel like there's something very like um, stuck in like childhood yes. about it that it's like. So do you guys see him as a 10 year old boy still? Uh, yes. Because that's a little unsexy to me. Absolutely. Here's why I thought of it. Because yeah. I was back in North Carolina and I was hanging out with my like high school bestie. Ashley and we were and we were talking about like people we went to high school with who don't know how to download podcasts. So it doesn't matter. Wonderful. I had a friend growing up, mm-hmm. and I always felt weird about it. Okay, because <laughs> you had a friend, Wait, just in general, just yeah. in general. I was like, I was, I, have, I was like, I'm responsible for making sure this person oh, knows no. that I care oh, about do them. They, are they delighted by me? <laughs> um, her nickname Uh-oh. was Cooter Snapper. <laughs> That's not a nickname. A nickname is, I thought, by definition, shorter and more to the point. That is like a log line of a person. <laughs> Cooter, so, wait, Cooter Snatcher? S- snapper. Snap. Oh. So I guess when she was around two or three, at, at the height of the Cooters around her, uh-huh. I don't think she actually snapped any of them, <laughs> but like. <laughs> she was the height. So be like, look at that little cooter snapper. Right. This is a very country, country ass family. Oh, but she's at the same height. Of <laughs> as a cooters. Oh, we got okay. a cooter snapper. But now we're talking about she's in high school and her dad in front of other people would be like, come on, cooter snapper. It <laughs> is. One uh, wildly confusing nickname to yes. give a child, first of all, but then to oh. extend it into adulthood. I'm not kidding. It was probably in his like wedding speech. Wow. But, but to the point where 
she had her bedroom in the in the basement, which was lovely because we like had independence. Mm-hmm. But there was a tiny shirt in the rafters, oh, like no. it was a re- like she was a retired jersey out of NBA that said Cooter Snapper <laughs> that hung in her home with like a little picture of her in said shirt when she oh, was two beside God. it. Anyway, it just got me thinking. I was like, uh. yeah, I mean that one's extreme, but like. There's something inherently unsexy if, like, you had a boyfriend and his parents right. were always just like, hey, hey, booger. Right. Or something. You know what I if mean? It, I mean, if we're, look, I think a nickname is fine, but when you get into the territory of the nickname being Cooter Snapper. That's I, longer than her name. Her name was two syllables. That's what I mean. This that's is twice as long. You are, you're, uh, begging me to commit to something yeah. that's much worse than just saying her name just let me say her name not cooter and then i oh. mean they did also just call her cooter but that i mean that's funny that was that was shorter they'd be like come on cooter they um but like that's calling your daughter pussy yeah that's yeah, come uh, on pussy <laughs> i mean it's unfortunate that the word sounds uh. adorable but it's not the uh it is it does sound like it would be like a, a cute bug yeah, like, exactly. Oh, like, you know, like you'd be like, oh, no, there's a cooter on me. And yeah. you like flick it off. Totally. But, <laughs> the, but we're flicking other cooters. These the days. great thing about being a parent is you get to choose whatever you want, whatever way you want to fuck up your child. Yeah. <laughs> and in that case, I was like, this girl is completely desensitized to the fact that her parents uh, call her cooter. Well, that's like I didn't realize that my dad called me smelly until like he did it in front of you guys. And I was really? like, I guess that is not a flattering nickname because in my head, he called like everyone smelly as a term in Wait, You just thought your dad just told well, people they smelled all the time? He would call them smelly and he didn't even like mean <laughs> it because my dad will like say things that he doesn't like realize. It'll just be like him trying to be <laughs> sweet. But you're like, but the implication oh, of this is that I smell. Uh, yeah. So this is curious. But it's like honey, like the IE at the end. I think he thought it was like a term of endearment, you know, like yeah. in some Come way. On, smelly. Yeah. Oh, um, did you ever like? Do you think it started when you like? There's got to be a point in every parent's possibly. life. Possibly two places. Yeah. One where you know they need deodorant and they haven't started using it yet. Right. Where you have to be like, mm, I'm going to shame you a little bit. I'm going to start calling you smelly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and see where this and see takes if, you. And then the other one, which I think is a very awkward phase, mm-hmm. is when you need to probably start wearing a bra. Yeah. But you're a little girl and you're like, I don't need to wear a bra. Right. right, And and then it's like, your nipples are poking out, (laughs) sweetie. You know what I mean? It's a very weird time when you're like, are we in bra time? Oh, man. Puberty is so crazy that your body just like morphs in such an awkward way around people. Yeah. It really is insane. It's magic. So the good thing is to just make someone feel incredibly awkward about it. I love Uh, it. I'm exhausted. Me too. Oh, I will say... (laughs) I, I will say I did I did watch The Matrix the other night. Okay, how was it? Did it hold up in all the confusing ways we yeah. still don't get? First of all, we tried to watch it one night. I fell asleep a halfway into it. Love it. Uh, and then I was like, no, I really want to watch this. I really want to get through it. And we watched it last night. I think we finished it. And uh, yeah, I'm... Oof. It's not our thing. I don't know what it is. Maybe we just can admit it's not our thing. Yeah, I really tried hard, which is probably why I'm tired today, to like really understand what right. was going on in that movie. And I got got it i think to a degree but then yeah it really got away from me and it's also it turns out it's like a cheesy movie 
Is it corny? Yeah. And I kept having to ask Elliot because I would be laughing at things. And then you have to check yourself from being the person that just shits on stuff. And I'm right. like, when this people is love it. Right. I'm like, this is supposed to be cringy. Right. And he's like, I guess. I guess. No, I think it was. I thought it was supposed to be really serious. It is. But it also has like the scenes where they like all go into the Matrix and they they transform into <laughs> these like leather. They look like there's a, a lot of leather. On yeah. That they look like a house band from like the Ukraine or something walking through. <laughs> Just like weird sunglasses that I'm like, this is ridiculous, right? That the Matrix gives them this weird bondage look for all of them. It's true. Okay, I'm going to have to go back. I think I might try to watch. Mm, No. I mean, it's, (laughs) yeah, I know. That's the thing. It's interesting. I I gave it a a shot in my brain. I was like, Ooh, I really have no need. What you can watch. What? Great British Baking Show is back. Well, I know it's back because I told you I'm going to attempt we'll see mm-hmm. sober October and I have to like you know take care yeah. of myself this month and get up early yeah so that's a good show for me to do uh, the night wind down yeah. to of like you're allowed two episodes mm-hmm. every night this week and yep. then you get through it well it's also it's weekly so it's no not, yeah that's how they get yeah no they just finished filming here's the crazy concept oh, of it. Fuck. the crazy thing is that they Everyone in this production, contestants, judges, uh, full production, had to quarantine for seven yeah. weeks together. Yeah. So they usually they get to all go they home go to home their loved ones and, and come then back they and come shoot. back and well because I used to not understand like how they come back and they'd be like oh well I've got some sage from my garden yeah. and he'd be like bitch where are you how yeah how you've been here for weeks no they would get to go home right probably like go to their job and shit totally and then come back so now they're all quarantined now they're all quarantined does it feel is there like a different sexual vibe well there's a new host which is really fun well I love him great. yeah and, well, and, and with Noel Fielding who's like the, uh, the tits dreamy uh, and so they're all great, but you could see because they mentioned they have to explain like what the parameters are because they just got done filming it. So they're kind of like editing in real time to post wow. these things uh, that you could see that there's like a sense of hesitation about what they're endeavoring on this seven weeks all together. I've never heard endeavor as a verb. Oh, is it you said maybe endeavoring endeavoring on never heard that in my life. Oh, well, maybe Sorry, I continue. Well, they You're I'm, in school. I'm yeah, <laughs> I'm just testing out words. guys. Endeavoring on. Well, they I'm curious to see if they all start losing their minds like oh. here and there because they seem there's like an air of like, oh, God, here we go right. to them that I'm like, oh, they're already nervous that they have to be here for seven weeks. See, but I feel like there's been a couple times on the GBB bill GBB G-B-B-O. Yeah. Yeah. Where you're like, oh, in a different world, y'all would fuck. Yes. There's you know a lot I mean? of sexual tension here. Where you're like, there. no, I'm married and he is in love. But like we both happen to love baking yeah. and we're we're like each other. Yeah. So I'm feeling like there can be some. There's some. Yeah. Maybe there's going to be. Oh, it'd be great if like later on there's like passive aggressive. cakes. Uh, that's what I'm I'm waiting for it. The, I, the first I watched the first episode already. Wonderful. So the great British have, fuck off. They, <laughs> that's a different show. <laughs> oh, my God. This felt right. This felt good. We're back. We're back, bitch. Yeah. Uh, you guys are probably like, oh, no. In the same room, they make even less. sense. Yeah. This is a more of a waste of our time. <laughs> Oh, this got weird. Uh Uh-huh.